welcome back to Raging Nerds. We'll rage all over your eardrums. This is episode eight. Ooh, we've reached the mecca of eight. <laughs> still the single digits, still the single digits. But as always, this is Thirsty, and I'm joined by my co-host. I am John. Yes. <laughs> no fancy John. name today, just John. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to talk about right now is, of course, Classic Game Fest. That is the next con that we have going on on our little con circuit. I think we're trying to do like five or six this year, just keeping it light. So <laughs> That's keeping it light? <laughs> keeping it light. Keeping it light. But we're super excited. They're going to have some great people there. I know the author of Ready Player One had to cancel, short notice, but it's still going to an amazing convention. It's in Austin. Austin's crazy. So it's going to be super duper fun. Oh, I know. I remember I went there a couple years back. And of course, that was the one con I volunteered for. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And what's really funny is... Because of my size. Guess what? Security. <laughs> <laughs> you can look intimidating. Just don't let them see your ponytail. Oh, I have a ponytail then, too. And a lot of the <laughs> girls that were working the con also decided to decorate it with all the streamers they had and everything else. So, yay, I had That's streamers amazing. going from my ponytail all the way down to my feet. The new Rapunzel. I know. Multicolored. <laughs> but we're excited. We will, of course, be there covering it. So definitely check it out. Go check out their website. Also, go check out Dogfin Studios and Raging Nerds, and we'll have some information there for you as well. <laughs> but, of course, the most important thing that we're talking about today is our theme, which is zombies. Munch, munch, munch. So for everyone who knows me, I'm a huge zombie fan. I've been watching zombie shows, movies, whatever you fucking name it, okay? I've been watching it since I was a little kid. Shouldn't have been. I should not have been, but I did. So I can't really I say I, much either on that one. <laughs> my sister worked in a movie theater. We always got to go see movies for free. My parents had four kids. Can't watch them all. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I'm a normal functioning adult. So who cares, right? I'm not murdering anyone. Oh, God. That we know of. That we know of. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> but I love zombies. I think I think the first movie that really got me into zombies was George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, the original one. Oh, uh, black yes. and white. Totally. That and was so awesome. It's, it's, you know, do you know how they made the intestines look so real? No, but I have a funny feeling you're going to tell us all. Yes, yes. They shoved meat into pantyhose. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I would have never thought that that's what that would have been, and it's it looks so realistic. But you know what? Let's continue and let's go around the net. And now we go around the net. So for around the net, we have the CDC on zombies. So a couple years back, when Walking Dead was super popular, they put up CDC Zombie Apocalypse and how to prepare for it. I kind of got freaked out when I first heard about it because, of course, I'm thinking we're about to have a zombie apocalypse. This is on the CDC, right? But they said that this is pretty much just like a hurricane or a natural disaster. And they were kind of, you know, right in the tailcoats of The Walking Dead because it was really popular a couple of years back. So we're going to read some stuff that they put up on their website. They actually have updated it and they have a 101 zombie pandemic comic that you can read and you can see these little comic strips of how, what to do, what not to do. And I guess it's kind of like user friendly. It's, 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 it's pretty cute. I kind of want to read it. You can actually download it and you can read it online. Okay. That's just kind of interesting. Hey, what better way to instruct the public than a cartoon? Exactly. I mean, that's how we brainwash our children. So why not? <laughs> uh, for me, it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> Is that seriously? I. What were our parents thinking? <laughs> I asked my mother when she was alive that exact same question. She's looked me dead in the eyes like, I kept you busy for an hour and a half and I got to do whatever I wanted. Okay. Love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a short list of what you would need necessities wise. Uh, water. As a person, you should drink one gallon per person per day. So that's a lot. They sell these water bellies they call them like water bags i forget what they're called but they're a plastic liner 
that fills up in your bathtub and then you fill it up and it keeps it protected so you have water to drink out of your bathtub. Well, thank God it's a plastic liner because I've seen a lot <laughs> of bad bathtubs. I have too. I was like, why would someone drink out of their bathtub? But I believe they're called water bellies. You can do that. They also sell these really good water filters. They have the handheld ones. They have these big gallon ones and they can... Like, they can literally purify, filter out feces. So you can go to a stat. Yes, I should definitely post these on our page. But you can filter out stagnant water and make it totally drinkable. Oh, well, it still have the taste and smell of it, though. No, I've seen people do it. I've seen the makers actually go to stagnant waters, put in feces, drink the water, totally fine. And then next thing you know, they have mutant powers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, get a water belly, get a water filter, stock up on those necessities, okay? Food, stock up on non-perishable items that you can eat regularly. This is one of the things where people have a lot of fresh food, trying to eat healthy. With me, I don't know if it's just because I came from a large family and we're always prepared no matter what. I have so many non-perishable food items, like, I always have at least, like, 10 cans of food for, like, each type of food. I have a bunch of kind of noodles. I have a bunch of kind of rice. But guess what? Whenever there's fucking hurricanes happening, whose house do they go to? My house. So I don't want to hear it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm the same way. I stockpile on a lot of stuff. Because, Grant, with a hurricane, you can see the coming. I guess it would be yes. the same thing as a zombie outbreak. You'll start seeing patterns. Unfortunately, yes. it always happens in China when we have the bath salts and people are eating people's faces. But I think you're talking uh, about Florida. Well, it happened in China, too. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, lots of canned goods, lots of beans. Yes, I would definitely recommend uh, dehydrated food. You can buy army food where it's, like, in the bags and you just add water to it. You add a little heat to it. So, And those things last for decades. Let's see, I'm fancy. I'm just going to get the uh, MREs. They're already yes, there. Yes, that's what they're called. Yes. Yeah, yes. but yeah, this is actually like the the meal pack ones, not just like hey, it's right. a whole thing in the bag that you have to eat. This one is all there. You just right. open it up, drop it in the little pouch thing, add a little water, and it heats it up for you. Yes. Which they are. If you go to Army Surplus, they're ten dollars a pack. Yes. But I know exactly it's what like you're talking. Five thousand calories. I my size. <laughs> I eat one of those. I want to run a marathon. Yes. Like. And these are me and most of you guys that I know that we're in the military, they'll eat like five or six of these things and they're hungry again in four hours. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really crazy. And they do have a vegetarian one. It is horrible. It is tasteless. It is nasty. <laughs> do not get that one. But if you can find vegetarian the vegetarian food. <laughs> but if you can find the one that has the mac and cheese in it, that is delicious. I've heard that. I've heard the mac and cheese is good. I've heard that the like the steak one uh -huh. is that good. It's kind of one of those things, but they do have like the chili mac that is delicious. Again, mac. Okay, so <laughs> next one, medications. People don't think about this. Uh, this includes prescription and non-prescription meds, um, aspirin, Tylenol, Imodium. Because guess what? You're gonna be out in the real world trying to find food. You're gonna need some like gas X and emodium, guys. Like seriously. You're gonna you're gonna need some Pepto. You're gonna need some stuff. You're gonna be eating some stuff that you don't know if it's good, but you know that if you don't eat it, you're gonna die. <laughs> like, you need to get some medication on your side. Oh yeah, this is also why I stockpile up on meds every time I can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I always have even with antibiotics, stuff like that, I wanna make sure I have a three month supply, which I'm kinda upset with Mexico right now, because I used to <laughs> I, I, I've got, you know, the basic, the basic broad spectrum antibiotics like Cipro right. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mexico recently changed their thing where you have to have a prescription to get your mass drugs from Mexico now. I know. My ex-boyfriend, his dad used to do that. They used to go like get their stuff from Mexico. They would get a bunch of shit from Mexico. Didn't get fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, especially, you know, it's like cheap as hell down there. It is. That's what I'm, it's like, it's not even comparable yeah. to what we pay. Another thing that you'll need is tools and supplies, utility knife, duct tape, battery powered radio, etc. I actually have a wind up radio where you wind it up and it has a flashlight attached to it. I have one so of those. So it's like an all-in-one thing. They also sell this shovel. This is made actually by a guy who's a, su a survivalist and he's been selling it as a zombie weapon or whatever. But it's a shovel, but you can also use it as a seat and you can also use it as other 
weapons as well. And it's an all-around zombie weapon. Okay. But even, yeah. even with, like, the shovel you can get from Army Surplus, the one that's collapsible. Right. Like, for digging latrines, if you have to, mm-hmm. or in the, in the immediate thing. You're going to need it. That one, actually, if you look at the blade that's on it, it's shaped mm-hmm. like a regular spade blade, mm-hmm. but it's two flat sides and two 45-degree angles that comes to a point. But one side actually is a serrated edge. Right. So you can use it as a weapon. Right. They have all these amazing weapons. and But yes, you should definitely have some weapons. You should have tools. Because guess what? If you have to stay, because there's going to be a time where you can't move and you have to stay secure. There's going to be those times, right? So you need to have some hammer. You need to have some nails. You need a nail gun, whatever you need. You're going to need those things to protect yourself and barricade yourself as well. And a crossbow. Of course. Because it makes no sound and you can grab the arrows after you shoot them. Reusable. Like there's, yeah, (laughs) I totally agree with you. (laughs) Sanitation and hygiene, household bleach, soap, towels, etc. Stop by a swimming pool store to get all your supplies. (laughs) (laughs) You can get so many diseases just by not cleaning yourself. Oh, God, yes. And it's really important. You can actually stock up on hand towelettes. Oh, yeah, just go to the Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. That's what I'm saying. They give you like 20 as it is. I already have some of those. But um, I do too. They're, <laughs> they're small. They're compact. You know, they're itty bitty and they keep for a couple of years, whatever. I don't, I don't know how long exactly. I don't know But either. they're portable. And they have such a clean lemony scent. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it gets your naughty bits, you know? So it cleans all the it cleans all the good places, all the good places you need to clean. So definitely, definitely. The, the naughty bits. <laughs> <laughs> Clothing and bedding. A change of clothes for each family member and blankets. Again, this is important when you think about zombie apocalypse, especially if you're a larger person like we are. Yes. We're going to slim down. <laughs> like, we're not going to have food. We're not going to have alcohol to <laughs> all of our empty carbs. <laughs> John's speak, like, Speak I'm for gonna- <laughs> yourself. I'm going to at least have a gas can full of whiskey. Okay, but we're going to drink it all within the first week, John. <laughs> that's what No, I'm because that's how the zombies get you. That's how, see, I'm just Look at like, zombie land. I, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to die anyway. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> but again, you know. You're going to lose weight. First of all, if you're not drinking water, if you're not eating, you're going to lose all of that, right? You're going to be running around. You're you're going to need some clothes. So get clothes that you can fix the waistline. Get clothes that can fit you even if you lose or gain weight. Bring and learn soap. how to sew. Yeah. Like, I know how to sew. I know John knows how to sew. Get mm-hmm. a small sew kit. They have itty-bitty ones that can actually fit in your pocket, fit at the bottom of your bag. It comes with little scissors, comes with multiple a range of needles, different colors of threads. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Still got to be fashionable in the post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> um, important documents, copies of your driver's license, passport, and birth certificate, to name a few. People don't think about this, this stuff. They're just like, I'm about to die. Let's go. Okay? I know when I grew up. All of my family's documents were in a fireproof lockbox. Like, you know, our stock bonds, everything, all of our stuff, it was in a lockbox. And I I would definitely recommend that for anyone. I mean, it's fireproof, waterproof. They have waterproof ones now. They have, like, the indestructible ones where you can just, like, throw it, a car can run over it. I mean... It's made out of the same stuff they make the black boxes on 747s. I mean, I it's it's I would definitely recommend getting one. That way, if there's any kind of epidemic, excluding zombies, it could be hurricane, it could be your house is flooding. What do you have to do? You just grab the box, literally has everything you need in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, first aid supplies that kind of ties into medication. Although you're a goner, if a zombie bites you, you can use these supplies to treat basic cuts and lacerations that you might get during a tornado or hurricane. Again, you're going to be running. You're going to be trying to get away. If you don't clean or sanitize the area, you're a goner. If you have no first aid supplies, it does sound gross, but I would definitely say urinate on the area. On the scratch, it's it's some form of sanitation. Oh, yeah. And it's also one of the things to add with that first aid kit. Bic lighters. 
Yes. Yes. Because you never know if you have to. You have to chop your hand off because a zombie mm-hmm. bit it, and mm-hmm. then you got to cauterize the wound, and yeah. that's the only way to keep you from bleeding out. Yeah. That is it. Or if you're running, right? You're it's maybe you're out at nighttime. You're running. You hit something. You just have a huge gash in your leg. You need something for sanitize it, right? And then you need to heal that sucker up before you start bleeding out, and then they find you. Yeah, that's why you always have a piece of metal as well, preferably yes. a nice piece of tin that mm-hmm. is six inches by six inches long by one inch wide. Mm-hmm. You heat that thing up with a few lighters and then mm-hmm. hold it right to that wound. Right. It's gonna hurt, yeah. but, but you'll tin, seal, you'll seal the wound. A, tin is a good choice because it's lightweight. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, definitely agree with you. Don't um, use lead. No. <laughs> Who has, hey, I have this piece of lead like around. <laughs> I do, actually. I have like 10 is, sheets. Okay, no. <laughs> do you have any asbestos in there, John? <laughs> no, I don't have any asbestos. <laughs> but once you've made your emergency kit, you should sit down with your family and come up with an emergency plan. This includes where you would go, who you would call if zombies started appearing outside your doorstep. You can also implement this plan if there is a flood, earthquake, or other emergency. So you need something called a go bag. Everything that we just talked about is what goes in your go bag, okay? Uh, They didn't mention this. You need fucking maps, y'all. You need maps. You need a circle where the emergency... Okay, I know that you don't want to go to an emergency room and stuff like that or schools, but you need to circle it so you can stay away. Because guess what? Kids are going to be spreading this little zombie virus everywhere. So stay away from schools. Stay away from public transportation. Stay away from hospitals. Stay away from major highways. Okay? What I would personally do is find train tracks. Okay? Because no one's going to be on the fucking train tracks, right? Take the train tracks and find yourself outside of town. Unless you're in Houston. There's train tracks in Houston. Not many. There's a lot. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> I'm down here in Sherman. Yeah, I know. I know you're down here, but like further up in Houston, there's okay, a lot. Okay, you know, like the tracks. east side or the north side there are, but that's about it. There's a lot on the north side, but I mean, I know. There's, there's still there's still train tracks down here. There's a huge train track down Rosenberg. Oh yeah, I don't go that far down. Anyway, <laughs> um, but Follow train tracks, okay? They're, they go through all major metropolis areas. And again, most of them are in wooded areas, you know, slightly exposed in some places. But it's going to be your safest bet. Personally, that's what I think. But definitely, you need a go bag. You need a plan. You have to have a plan. If you don't want to do tracks, you need to find out how to get out of town. Because especially if you're in fucking Houston like we are... Where are you going to go? You ain't going nowhere. You're going to have to bunker down for our first couple days. You need to wait for some people to die. And then you might try to leave if you have a motorcycle or something else. But then you leave yourself open for exposure. This is why you have a truck. But how are you going to get out with the truck when all these cars and stuff are on the highway? Well, that's where you make a Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. (laughs) A Bigfoot truck. Go over them. Oh, is that what that is? Okay, you call them monster trucks. You know, monster truck, definitely. We we just need to find someone with a monster truck. (laughs) Uh, There's enough of them down here. Anyway, (laughs) um, other things you can have to that bug out bag and where to get them, actually. Amazingly, HEB has actually some interesting things that are great for a bug out bag. Really? Yeah, like little waterproof pamphlets. Mm -hmm. They're actually like different um, venomous spiders, like everything that's dangerous. They have things to look out for on those things. And also, I managed to scroll, because I do have a bug out bag myself. Right. I'm still building it, because I'm trying to make it into a triage bag in case, because, well, if anything happens, I probably will be the medic. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, one thing I have is a book of edible plants in North America. I was about to say that. I can't believe I forgot that. But, yes, they have books on edible plants, what to stay clear of, berries, um, snakes, insects that you should watch out for. They have, they actually have a zombie 101 book where it tells you all of these things in it and it can tell you exactly what to do and how to plan for a zombie outbreak. Oh, yes. And also make sure that you have things to trade in. Yes. No one's going to care about money. You know what I'm no. saying? It, it, take Ammunition. Your money. If, you, if you have money, take it with you, whatever, keep your wallet with you. Maybe in the very beginning of a zombie outbreak, people will take cash because it's still, worth something, I guess. But later on, they're not going to care. They're going to want food to trade with. They're going to want goods to trade with. Okay. And goods come anywhere from devices that can still work that are battery powered. 
Um, we're talking about things that people can use every day, flint, stuff like that. So definitely stock up on usable items. And ammunition. I mean, if you, ammunition's heavy. I know, but you still carry like a couple of, couple extra rounds that you can trade off and stuff like that. I mean, but would you really want, if you, I guess if you had to, personally, I would keep my ammunition at all costs. Yeah, it's kind of a last ditch resort if you really need to get out of town. But, But, you know, I know people personally, my family, I'm not going to name names, but they actually bought equipment to make their own bullets. And you only need a couple things. So it's actually quite easy. So if you know what you're doing, you just go to a gun catalog and you can buy everything from a catalog. Oh, yes. Yeah. They trust us too easily. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, also, knives. Those things do not run out of ammo. And if you are proficient with a sword, bring it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Let's move into our questions. It's a time for questions. So we got a bunch of questions in. Everyone really liked the zombie topic, which is great. Uh, For our first one, what's your favorite zombie property? Zombie property as in franchise. Ooh. I like the Evil Dead. Yes. Okay. I can see that. Do you like the new Evil Dead movie? Like the series? No, the new Evil Dead movie, the one that came I, out a couple years ago. It was I, shit. I watched it. I didn't like it because it was it trying was too much to be an updated version of the first one. No, which was, it was no, it wasn't. It was horrible. Yeah, it, it tried. <laughs> it tried and failed. It was. It was so weird. So that movie, the premise was one of the sisters or friends was a drug addict, and they were trying to get her clean. Uh, they actually had Ash's car on the main area around the house and all these roots and stuff were growing over it. I don't know if you saw that Easter egg, but then yeah. kind of, I was kind of like, uh, his car wouldn't have been there. Dumbasses. I was kind of, pissed off about that. I'm like, he got away guys. <laughs> well, no, no, um, well, no, no. You think about it. Cause there's evil dead. And the evil dead two was right. the remake of the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And the first one, no one, le- no one survived at all. They, they died. No, Ash, it was, it was insinuated that Ash died, but he didn't. Oh, yeah. And then they made Evil Dead 2, which was a, in the first 20 minutes of it. It was pretty much a remake of the first one. Then It was it continuing. Took, it was continuing, yes. Yeah. And it took on its own story, which was awesome. It was. But no, I, I really, I think my favorite one of um, Evil Dead movies is definitely Army of Darkness. I oh, haven't God, seen yes. that forever, but it's amazing. But yeah, I could totally respect that. What used to be my favorite property was Walking Dead. Um, I love the comics. I love the comics. I used to love the show. Um, It's shit now. So (laughs) I really don't like it. It just got so bad. And I was super excited because I love Negan. Like, Negan is like daddy. Like, I love him so much. Like, he is my number one villain. So sexy. Love him in the comics. And I was so excited that he brought him into the show. And, they, they, you know, the actor did him justice. But I don't know. It's just like... Anyway, I felt like Andrew Lincoln, the actor, he was, it's just he played that role so bad. And he was just like, Rick was, Rick and Carl were fucking pimp in the comics. There was a short time where Rick kind of mentally collapsed. But you know what the fuck he did? He got over that in one issue. He was bad and then he was good and then he was fucking good. You know what I'm saying, fam? And then Carl, Carl fucking killed kids, okay, in the comic. Carl was a badass motherfucker. He was fucking awesome in comics. And in the show, they made him to be such a pussy-ass bitch. Like, they they were just... It, it's just crazy what they did with the show. But I think if I would have to say my favorite zombie property, it would have to be the George A. Romero films and oh, adaptations yes. to those films. Um, yes. The past couple movies that they put towards the end of George A. Romero's life, I don't really like. I can appreciate them because I love George A. Romero, but um, Land of the Dead, I was like, mm, don't really like that. Some people loved it, but I was not a big fan. And then the movie that came after that, which was kind of like a sequel, was Diary of the Dead. Did not uh, like that. Yeah, I remember that I one. went to the Angelica Theater to see it because no one else was, you know, having in the theaters. Um, it, you know, it wasn't that good. 
<laughs> but definitely, I grew up on George Romero. Like, I, his zombies were iconic. Like, we still think of his zombies today. Like, whenever we think of zombies, it's George Romero. So, definitely, I love his shit. Are zombies played out? Ooh, that is a good question. I'm not really sure, but they always seem to come in phases all right. the time. So, a couple of years ago, we started getting the zombie phase, right? We're getting Walking Dead. We're yeah. getting iZombie. We were getting that Romeo and Juliet zombie movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, I, I right? know which one you're talking about, yeah. Right? Um, but they kept, like, it was just, like, all these movies, all these TV shows. I love zombies. I was eating that shit up. Like, do not get me wrong. But then shortly after that, we had the vampire phase, which we're still <laughs> kind of going through. Right now. <laughs> right now we're having this superhero phase where all these super movie shows are out most of them are good I'm not gonna dog it but definitely I think that everything does come in phases but just like in the 1980s like in the 1970s to 1980s they're all about zombie films you know what I'm saying oh, yeah. so I think everything is in constant rotation I don't like how they try to humanize zombies I like classic zombies and the fact that they're just man's natural urges that's what I like about them. I mean, there's no there's no reason for their existence, but it happens, and they're ravenous, and, you know, you need to watch the fuck out. And they eat your stomach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, are zombie stories more effective when the primary conflict is the zombies themselves, or when the zombies provide a context for conflict among the living? I like it when the zombies are the issue. The Walking Dead, they got too far away from the zombies. In The Walking Dead, it started where it was like, you maybe saw a zombie in episode. But it was literally just about people towards the end of when I was watching it. I got really tired of that. I like the movies like Dawn of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead Remake, where they're in the mall. And they have to deal with zombies and they talk to themselves. But zombies are a constant threat. That is what I like. I like when I see a movie, you build the relationship with the characters, but you know that zombies will come any second. And it's a constant fear. And I love the movies that it's like the fear is there. Yeah. Because, you know, all those wonderful things, you, you know, that's coming. You're trying to find some way to survive it no matter what. Mm -hmm. But eventually, you know that. It's going to take over. Mm -hmm. And just watching that struggle happen, it's like, yes. Yes. It, you see all the things where it's like, oh, they can possibly get away. Oh, they made the wrong mm -hmm. decision. <laughs> what makes a great zombie story? Ooh. Now, that one is going to be interesting because there's one that was, I'm trying to remember, it was one with Vincent Price, old black and white movie. Okay. I think it was the, the original Last Man on Earth. Okay, yes. Yes, it was. Okay. And it was just... Seeing how him, like him as a character, trying to survive by himself mm -hmm. through all of this until he finds some another human. Mm -hmm. it, it's just the intricacy of how the person plays out through this horrible turn of events. What I like with zombie stories and zombie movies is the human relationships that they build with other characters that are introduced sporadically. They meet characters that they would have never known or been friends with in real life. And so this, you know, epidemic breaks out and all these interesting people are popping up because guess what? People that aren't prepared, they're going to die. So you're left with people. <laughs> I mean, they are. No, I'm sorry. I have zombie <laughs> land playing in my head right now. <laughs> You're going to have people who are ruthless. You're going to have people who are just deviants. Okay. You're going to have survivors. And most of the time, people that have that survival gene that is like prominent, they're not the most socially acclimated people. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not saying it's a bad thing. Just saying they're not that socially normal, if you want to call it that. Yeah. So I definitely love seeing the unique personalities and the struggle of, you know, you meet someone, can you trust them? You build something, it breaks down, you know, they betray you. I love seeing how humans show their true nature in movies. It's really interesting. And oh. it makes me feel better about myself. So. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. That's, that's the important part right there, folks. I'm, like, I'm better than these people. They're, they're, they're surviving the zombies. I'm 
not that shitty of a person. That dude just tried to kill someone. <laughs> um, do you prefer fast or slow zombies? Slow. I think slow is more realistic because when you think about it, this is something that is dead that either just died or has been dead for a long time. So when you die, everything shuts down, right? This is a decaying bio substance, okay? This is a decaying matter. So they're not going to be running. They're going to be slow. The only reason I could see them being fast zombies, if it's a, I want to say, bio-warfare kind of thing, where the people are still alive, but they're being influenced by a drug that was introduced into their body, that's slowly killing them or just enraging them. Yeah. It's just one of those wonderful things. You want ones there, you'd be like, you know, well, what was that Z Nation? That uh, Brad Pitt movie. I think it was Z Nation or Z, or uh, Z yeah. Day. Mm. One of those. I can't remember. Anyways. The book was ha- so much better. Oh, that of book the- was so much better. Oh, my. I, I forget what it's called. That, that book was so good. Yeah. Like I said, with that one, you had the fast running zombies and they were smart and they figured out that they just kept piling over each other to get over the walls. Like, these are the mentality of ants. Yeah, no, those, those, I mean, I don't remember those zombies being that fast. I remember them, World War Z. There we go, World War Z. I remember the zombies definitely moving as a unit, and there was a part in the book, I mean, okay, so the book was amazing, because it had different chapters about different people, and the movie didn't cover that, it just covered one dude, but in the book, it followed... The book starts off with this guy who's writing a book to archive it about what happened, right? Um, He's recording it for history for people to learn. So he talks to all of these survivors that were just – that they shouldn't have lived. All these people shouldn't have lived and they did. And so he went to go research them and say, hey, you know, what's what's up? You know, what's happening? And there were these people that they – they just – they withstood all that was happening. And it was just, the book's amazing. You should definitely check it out. And they have the audiobook too. Um, but there was this one point where the army, they started finding the killing zombies and they literally swept the whole country. They were saying that they just lined up from tip to tip, right? And yeah. they just walked the whole country killing zombies in their path. Yeah, because I remember Randy from Colt 45, he was telling me about that, that book and, yeah, you know, just the just doing the sweep across the country from mm-hmm. one one coast to the other, just right. trying to eliminate everything. Mm-hmm. It was pretty intense, like how he described it all. It was he, amazing. It's a fucking great book. Yeah, I know with that one, I've actually I wanted to get that book, I haven't had a chance to. Audio man, I know that you're into audiobooks. Get audiobook. I know I probably will, but I still want the book too because you know I <laughs> I do read every now and then, so I might what? just get the Kindle version. <laughs> you should, man. <laughs> so, do you consider 28 Days Later to be a zombie film? Yeah. 28 Days Later, I actually really like. It's one of my, you know, top 10 zombie movies, which is saying a lot. I think how they described how the outbreak happened, perfect. Perfect. Because it's a virus. It's a virus that affected their brain. And that's why they're fast, and that's why they're not dying. But it was a great movie, and it fit perfectly with how... They described everything that happened. So definitely. I like 28 Days better than 28 Weeks Later. 28 Weeks Later focuses on the kids. I mean, yeah. it's cool and all. Um, but no, 28 Days, 28 Days Later is really, it's an, it's an art piece, in my opinion. I definitely love the characters way, way more. Worst zombie film you've ever seen? <sighs> I've seen some bad zombie movies. <laughs> okay. Okay, I actually oh have gosh. one for this. I remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. But it was the one zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how in zombie movies, someone's wearing a red shirt or they are a person of color. Mm-hmm. They're the first ones to die. Right. This one. It was a black guy wearing a red shirt. Mm-hmm. Survived to the end. Yeah. I honestly don't remember the name of this movie. It's not a living dead. It's the original one. He no. survived. And then in the end, they killed him. No, no, no. This was one where he survived even when the credits rolled. Yeah. He this was, was the last... He's I know, the but last that, one that lived. I know this was a colorized. They was, colorized the movie. I know, but this was one that was like done in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Oh, 
Yeah, I can't remember the name of the movie. It's one of those obscure ones I found whenever I was going through HBO and Cinemax and Showtime whenever I had those channels. Wow. I don't know. It's one of those things I need to do more research on and figure out because that was actually a good movie because one of the ones, the guys that was in in the squad got bit. She grabbed the woman that was in charge. She grabbed bleach and just threw it right into the wounds, like hoping that would kill off the virus that got in there. Dude, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Zombievers? Zombievers? It's about zombie beavers. Oh, no. But I have seen zombie strippers. You know, okay. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've seen so many bad zombie movies. Uh, there's one zombie movie. It's like My Neighbor Zombie or something. And it's about these kids who turn into zombies, but they don't realize that they're zombies. And they think that everyone around them is moving super fast, but that's just because they're not zombies. And it's like a really weird movie that I saw on the sci-fi channel. And it's called like My Neighbor Zombie or something like that. Wow, that is uh, really But I mean, horrible. it was it was it was bad, but it was also really funny. But that movie definitely speaks out to me. I was just like, it, it was it was very interesting. Um, why is the Walking Dead TV show awful? They strayed way too far away from the comics. The past couple seasons, they just draw out shit. It's not like the comics. And I know that they, oh, I don't want it to be just like the comics. It's its own entity. But there's a reason your comics are still around. There's a reason people are bringing the comics. And if you're not going to stick to the comics, because they had some great pieces in the show that are not in the comics. Like Daryl's not in the comics. They have a lot of great pieces that they added and created and made its own. Great. If you want to do that, make it good. But don't don't fuck up my shit. <laughs> like what was, what was the same thing? What was that character that uh, Nigel killed with the baseball bat? I don't remember Nigel. The guy with the baseball bat, where he just he was picking between two people to kill, and he killed the. That's Glenn. Glenn. Okay, I'm way off. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> Shows you how much killed, I pay attention to Walking Dead. They killed Abraham. I'm like a huge nut. I, uh, they killed Abraham and they killed Glenn. Abraham was actually supposed to die when their place of inhabitation was raided. I forget what they called it. But anyway, he was supposed to be shot through the eye with an arrow. But the person that that happened to was actually someone else that they killed off. Um, but he was supposed to die during a raid. They decided to kill him. Negan decided to kill him. And then they also killed Glenn. Now, I love Glenn. And when I when I found out they were going to do this sa- scene, I was thinking, this is Glenn's death. And I was, I was adamant that if they didn't kill Glenn, it would be a huge, like, disservice to the character in the comic. Because when that happened, that was such a monument event for Maggie, for her unborn child. It set everything in motion. Like, if they didn't kill Glenn, I don't know where the show would have been. So even even the actor who played it, because they were thinking, should we kill Glenn? Should we not kill Glenn? And he's like, no, you need to kill the character. You know, it's like that. that's part of Glenn's story that it inspires everything else to happen. Yeah, I still remember whenever that episode came out, mm-hmm. I knew people that took off of work and used vacation days yeah. because they were that sad. It was it was a big part of the show, and it was a big part of the comics, too. It really was. But I, I really think that it got worse because it started – It's it just – it went on on so many weird things. The comic is huge and they're moving fast and they're almost, they were almost at the point where they were caught up with the comics. There's so many things that they could have talked about, so many side characters, you know, so many good things that they could have put into film, but they didn't. So the next question is, will zombies continue to eat if there are only zombies? That is a good question. So some say yes. If they get hungry enough, they eat the fresher zombies. Um, and the more realistic ones, no, they don't. What happens is they starve, but they're already dead. So they just lay there kind of in um, hibernation until something comes in their direction where they can reach out and eat them. Okay, because it kind of reminds me of, I know Marvel had a... Marvel zombies run, I think, two or three times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they made comments on there. It was like, he had, he had uh, I think it was, no, it was the Hulk, mm-hmm. where 
He made a comment. He ate somebody. Like, oh, he tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Oh, yeah. And then all of them ate the Silver Surfer, and it was, it was bad. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really crazy. But what do you think? Do you think that zombies would eat zombies? They probably would to the point where there would only be, like, one left. I think I think that they would eat the fresher zombies, but they would just, like, kill it and then nibble on it and then get sick. Yeah. That's and what it, I think that would happen. Yeah, just puke black blood. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what? Let's go to How Tech Can Help. How Tech Can Help. So, I got some fun little clips from the internet on how tech can help. First, we're going to talk about Elon Musk flamethrower. Oh, God, I want one of these. (laughs) So, four days after announcing that he would sell 20,000 flamethrowers for $500 each, and after several promotional tweets, the weapons have officially sold out. Oh. Love the video. He's like, he's like, ha ha. Yes, yes. So these are just some tweets and comments that he's made. He promised when the zombie apocalypse happens, you'll be glad you bought a flamethrower. Works against hordes of the undead or your money back guarantee. He wrote on Twitter, obviously, a flamethrower is a super terrible idea. Definitely don't buy one. Unless you like fun. Of course. The rumor that I'm secretly creating a zombie apocalypse to generate demand for flamethrowers is completely false. You'll need millions of zombies for a so-called apocalypse. Anyway, where would I get a factory big enough to make so many? <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, no, Um, there's a shipment due date that they're going to actually ship these things out. They've, they bought them all. They, they actually look really cool. It's made by his company called Boring. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a perfect name for a yeah, flamethrower company. Elon Musk. Boring I mean, flamethrowers. Oh, it kind of reminds me of the scene from Spaceballs. <laughs> Spaceballs, <laughs> the flamethrower. <laughs> the kids love this. But definitely, th- they do. Flamethrowers <laughs> are the shit, and they are totally highly effective towards zombies. Um, our next one is the KWK Zombie Proof yes. House. I'm sure that everyone has somehow seen this, okay? So they have zombie proof houses. Blah, 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 blah. This house is actually legit. You can change the walls in the house. And when it's not in zombie-proof mode, it looks like a nice um, new age house. Very industrial. You have a pool inside. You have lots of glass. Very pretty house. But what you can do when you make it zombie-proof is that a drawbridge comes down. The All the walls, including all the glasses, they get shuttered in with a... Um, with metal and it looks like a metal cube okay and it's it's totally zombie proof no one can get in i mean even the doorknobs come in the house it's amazing (laughs) okay now that actually would be kind of interesting so they'll just like pop right into the wall and like a panel will drop down they just get like stuck back in the house. Like they just come back in the door. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. it's just like something will pop out and but, I mean, grab they it have and a drawbridge. They okay. have all these things that you can do, and you can actually move the walls to have stuff look certain ways on the outside. It's a really nifty looking house. I mean, it's expensive AF, but they're really nice. They also have bunkers that you can buy where it's they actually put them in the ground, and you can just move in underground, and it locks everything up in there as well. But it's a really really cool looking house it's really beautiful it's like state of art beautiful amazing okay that's actually kind of nice like the only thing i'm just worrying about is if they figure out where you're the zombies figure out where Mm -hmm. you're at you have the zombie proof house would they just like build a cocoon you can open up certain walls (laughs) and you can draw you can put down the drawbridge right and you can attack from the opening of that yeah definitely ah okay now that's I don't have a, cr- a crossbow. But yeah, you can't retrieve. You have arrows, to retrieve yeah. the arrows. Okay, so yeah, flamethrower. Right. Um, Buy them now. So f- <laughs> eBay. For our last topic, <laughs> we are going to go to the female perspective. Girl power. 
So for the female perspective, I chose some amazing lead actresses in amazing zombie movies. So personal opinion, if you don't agree, you're wrong. So (laughs) for the first one, we have Rose McGowan, who plays Cherry Darling from Planet Terror. Uh, This was made in 2007. It was part of a double feature that Quentin Tarantino made. And she was amazing. She's a boss-ass bitch. These are all boss-ass bitches, okay? She lost her leg. And then she got a gun leg. I mean, how pimp is that? You got an M16 for a leg. Yeah. And the zombies in that movie looked amazing. They almost liquefied the people. And it was Quentin. I love Quentin Tarantino. I love his films. So anything he does. I mean, I don't. He's not that great of a person (laughs) as of recently. But I love his movies. I'm sorry. (laughs) He always puts yeah, himself you know, in there and he always yeah, gets killed of course, off. But yeah. But it was a really good movie. She was a great actress. I've always known Rose McGowan from Charmed in the later years. So this was pre-accident where she had to get all of her face surgery done. So I know that she hasn't had a lot of jobs after that. So that's really sad. But she was a really, really good actress. And we have Sarah Polly who played Anna in Dawn of the Dead remake in 2004. Mm, yes. I love the remake personally. I think that it took a more, of course, updated take on it, but a serious take on it as well. Because in the original one, it was serious. I mean, it was zombies and whatnot, but it kind of, it, it always had like light jokes, not too serious. It was scary. But with the remake, it was much gore. There was more blood. They had the lady with the zombie baby in her, you know, all that crazy stuff, a lot of depth. There was a lot more deception in the remake and a lot more. It was it was a lot. It was it was it was different. It was the same. It was a really good movie. But I would say that she's really good in this movie because she was the lead. She was a of course she was yeah. the lead. <laughs> of course. Yes. Strong female uh, character. She Gotta was love actually him. in the hospital working business. She was a nurse or a doctor. I believe she's just a nurse. Um, but she first saw zombie outbreaks happening in her work. And she went home. Uh, she got infected because one of the neighbors came into her house, this little girl, and bit her husband. Yes. I yes. remember this one. I was trying to figure out which one it yes. was in my head because there's so many remakes of stuff. So and it's like, yes, husband. I remember this one. I remember and this then one. Towards the end of the movie, she loses her boyfriend. Um, and then if you actually stay till after the credits, you can actually, sorry, spoiler alert. Um, it's like over 10 years old. So, <laughs> But if you stay till after the credits, you can actually see the boat reach land. And when they reach land, it's overrun by zombies and they all die. It's really sad. Okay. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Because they, they they went on that sailboat. Ah uh, yeah, and they've yeah the credits. Um, oh, I think yeah. my favorite one out of the whole list is definitely Judith O'Day. She plays Barbara, Night of the Living Dead, nineteen sixty eight. Right. So she was so amazing mm-hmm. in this movie. She acted just. Like any woman would, right? So she goes to a grave. I believe it was her father or grandfather's grave. And she goes with her brother to pay respects. And he's his her brother is just being a jackass. And you know that saying, like, it's it's in all these pulp culture references, but it's like, I'm coming to get you, Barbara. This is what this movie comes from. And um Her brother's joking around, trying to be a zombie, and she's like, stop it. I don't like it. Stop it. Leave me alone. You know? And finally, they see a zombie, and he's like, look, that guy's going to come get you. The guy's going to come get you. And she's freaking the fuck out. She's very timid. You know, the dude attacks her brother, and he's like, what the fuck? You know, brother gets bit. She's, like, losing her shit, right? She finds this house finally, goes, stays there. Other people find her. A bunch of shit went down that movie. It was crazy. And then towards the end of the movie, when the zombies try to come in and they start to come in, she sees her brother as a zombie, which is just, she's mortified. But she really fit the role of Barbara. Like, she she was just, like, lost. She was out of it. She's like, what do I do? She was, she acted like she was mentally scarred. Yeah. But still, it was a very good movie. 
And it was still one of those early ones where they didn't know how to really do a zombie movie. But yeah, this is this is one of uh, George R. Romero's very first zombie films, ones. and so definitely he was amazing at it. Everything looked super realistic. Love the black and white film. So definitely it was an A plus film. It's definitely better than most zombie films that are out here today. So it's kudos to them. Yeah, I love this one too. Actually, this is Laurie Cordill. She plays Doctor Sarah Bowman in Day of the Dead, nineteen eighty five. This one, for the longest time, Night of the Living Dead was my favorite one, but this one slowly got up there, so it's kind of like a tie. But Day of the Dead is a movie about the army people being in a bunker. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so they're in a bunker, they're trying to find the cure to zombies, that's where Bub finds his, you know, the Bub zombie. Yeah. And so with her, all these men are just like total dogs, these are pretty much the remnant of the military okay so it's just like all these army dogs they're crude they're whatever they're trying to know they're becoming stir crazy right because they're still underground no one's talking to them there's no communication they don't know what the fuck's going on um they're doing all these testing on zombies and then the military people are like why are we even doing testing no one's talking to us so what are we doing here you know we should try to leave so she faces her boyfriend dying okay he gets killed and then she goes through all of this stuff. She deals with all these crazy army men. She deals with being thrown out into the caves where there's zombies. She has to fight herself off. She escapes and then finally gets on an island. And she lives. Okay. I remember I've seen this one, but I'm, unfortunately, I hate to say this, I've seen so many zombie it's movies. It's really like, like I love zombies. Like, we're, we're almost at an hour, but... I I love zombies. I love zombie video games. We're going to have to do a whole other segment, a whole other episode just about zombie video games. Because that is, yeah, because I mean, they're oh, just yes. way too much to cover. Like, I, you can see how I just go on about them. But we're definitely going to do an episode about zombie video games, all of that kind of stuff. But for sure, the women that I just listed were great actresses. They did amazing movies. If you haven't seen these movies, I'm really sorry I spoiled them for you. But you should definitely check them out anyway george a romero all the way early years check out his stuff um good shit love zombies very good shit indeed <laughs> uh but that wraps up the episode uh don't forget to check us out we are on itunes we are on google play we are on iHeartRadio under dogfin so check us out there we are on many podcast catchers you know like stitcher tune in all the basic stuff that you listen to podcasts on you can go to our website which is www.ragingnerdspod.com we are also on social media as raging nerds pod all one word twitter facebook i'm at thirsty erica on all my platforms john is at oh i am on facebook and twitter at dogfin studios and if you want to email me Send me comments, complaints, or ideas for new shows, dogfinstudios at gmail.com. We also reply to, if you have a brick and you wrap it in paper and throw it at the window, we reply to that too, amazingly. What You might get, you you might know, have something thrown back at you. It might take a little bit longer to get back <laughs> at you. But for my email, just email me at thirsty at ragingnerdspod.com, and that's how you get me. But definitely, really good, love zombies. I love the topic. I could go on for hours about this. I have gone on for hours about this. But check us out. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us on Google Play. And tune in for next episode. But definitely check us out next episode. And have a good one, guys.